You're listening to Moms Out Loud. You're tired? Tell me how you're tired. <laughs> what am Maybe I we should fill right? people in. Look at this baby. Do a spit. Do a spit. I feel way from the offer. It's fine. It's fine. Hey guys, welcome back to Moms Out Loud. I'm Rachel. I'm Alexa. And today we are going to talk about modesty (laughs) modesty and uh i laugh nervously yeah because i feel like this is a hard thing to talk about because it's an icky word in today's world i feel like yeah but i think even if it makes you uncomfortable we're just going to share our stories and kind of touch on you know what everything that you know shaped us with modesty and such and then modesty and motherhood and hopefully you guys can just uh Listen along and respect that we're sharing our stories and uh, not yours. So, right? Yeah. Is that fine? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, do you want to start with telling a little bit of um, your history or do yeah. you want me to start? Yeah, I'll start. Yeah. So, when I was growing up, I wasn't, we weren't a Christian family, we were a Catholic family. And I think modesty was kind of important, but not really really important I think my parents just they didn't have a lot of money to put into clothes at that point my dad worked three jobs he worked really hard um but we were just making ends meet growing up modesty just wasn't really talked about it was just okay these are the clothes we can afford these are the clothes you're putting on but when my mom passed away and my dad got a new job and we moved he didn't really talk to me a lot about it I mean I was with alone in a house with two boys or three boys my dad and my two brothers. And then when my dad remarried, um, he remarried a Christian woman who then modesty was a big deal. And because I was going through puberty at that time and my curves started coming in, she was really adamant about that I needed to be modest. And so this was my first kind of introduction to modesty. And it was kind of It was just a vibe that like, no, you can't wear anything that's cute because anything that you think is cute shows off any of your curves or all your curves. So let's not wear anything that you want to wear. And then I started being told to wear things that just made me look really frumpy. I remember feeling really frumpy from junior high to high school until I was out of my parents' house at college and then I could kind of wear whatever I wanted to wear. Um, And I remember packing clothes for, like my friends would let me borrow clothes uh, for when I was out just because I did. I looked like a, I looked like I was trying to look like a boy when in reality I didn't want to look like a boy. I wanted to look I mean, Rachel and I talked about this before the show. My idol at that time was Avril Lavigne. And I kind of just wanted to look like Avril Lavigne. She's kind of tomboyish, but she looked feminine in a way. And so that's kind of the look that I was going for. I wasn't looking for like full basketball boy. Okay. And so it kind of led me to just be rebellious in modesty. And when I left the house, I just started choosing whatever I wanted to wear. There was a dress code at my school because we were a Christian school, but we were kind of a liberal Christian school. No one ever said anything about my mini skirts or about my like me not wearing bras. I would literally wear no bra with triangle tops. And I look back now and I'm like, oh my gosh, why didn't anyone 
say anything you know, especially like faculty at my school, <laughs> like I'm sitting <laughs> yeah. in class and the things that I was wearing was obviously like not up to code, but whatever. No one ever said anything. I remember guys looking at me and like overly looking at me. And I remember thinking like, I don't know if I like it or, and I don't know if I hate it. I'm just not sure. You know, and I remember my dad always tell. Yeah, I remember my dad always telling me like, "Don't hug boys. All they're thinking about are your boobs when you're touching them or you're holding them." Like he would be very straightforward with, you know, what guys were thinking. So I think that there was some turmoil there, but I just didn't know what to do with it because I was like, I just don't want to look frumpy. I, I was fighting that urge, so I didn't know how to be modest. And yet feel cute, you know? So that was my history. So for me, it's kind of, it's honestly kind of broad, but I'm going to try to keep it short. So basically, I didn't grow up in the church until I was about 10 years old. And at 10 years old, my parents and I started attending a independent fundamental Baptist church here in Virginia, actually. And once we started attending that church, everything changed really fast. All of a sudden, we were like led to believe we have to wear long jean skirts. We have to break our CDs, like all this intense stuff. Like I used to, they used to have me wear tank tops backwards under any shirt that was like low enough to see my collarbones. Mm -hmm. And it was really confusing because we weren't, we weren't being taught like why modesty is important. It was felt more to me like this is what we wear, wear it. Does that make sense? Kind of? Yeah. Okay. And my parents didn't really know why either, but they were just searching and being led to believe that was what was right. And so they were trying to protect me and lead me correctly. And it was really intense because it was such a quick flip. I kind of just was like, okay, I guess this is fine. But I really struggled with it because I thought everything was gross. I was always a little bit more of a tomboy and I wanted to wear like Converse and like ripped jeans and stuff like that. And just like, you know, I don't know. But I was wearing culottes and jean skirts that went below my knees, if not to my ankles. And, you know, just like very high up, shoulders never showing. Um, And it felt like I would get ready and wear someone else's clothes. And I, at first, since I was so young, I didn't really have an issue with it. I really was just trying to appease my parents because I saw them also figuring out this like new life. And I was trying to be like, you know, good kid. And then as I got older and I got towards like high school, I started to decide I wanted to go to public school because at the time I was homeschooled. I was homeschooled for middle school. And once I went to public school, I, it changed really fast. It was like, no, I don't want to dress like this. So I started wearing jeans again, um, which they allowed, but like, they didn't want me to wear tight jeans, which I get, but also like, I went to high school when skinny jeans started becoming popular again. Yeah. So it's like, I wanted to wear skinny jeans. And so I just remember like sneaking clothes and changing on the bus or like wearing like a mini dress with leggings under it and then taking the leggings off. I didn't ride the public school bus. I rode a public transit like of the town. And my dad also sometimes rode that because he went to college in the same town where I went to high school. And so he caught me one time. And I remember that was like a big hard. It was a hard thing Mm. because obviously I, I broke their trust and he realized that he was pulling the reins really hard, you know? Mm. 
And my dad is like a pretty reasonable guy. Like when it comes down to it, he's always up for a conversation, but he was just trying to do what he thought was right. So that was really hard for him and for me, obviously I didn't like getting in trouble, but, um, I just started slowly kind of doing whatever I wanted and it was a big fight. And, um, my dad would try to be like, you know, like I made all these mistakes and he was very open about them. And he was like, I'm telling you this so that you don't have to make the same mistakes because I already did it, you know? And he was really just trying to protect me. And I understand that. But as like a 15 year old, I was like, I want to dress cute. So I don't care what you're saying. Like, I get what you're saying, but the words are going right over my head. I want to not look ugly. I'm going to school. I want to look cute. I want people to, you know, not feel like I look like a weirdo. Yeah. Um, but I, I developed, um, at a young age though, I developed, I started having to wear a bra in third grade and I just, I've always felt very self-conscious about people looking at my chest. So even when I was trying to be like dressing wild, quote unquote, I always got very uncomfortable if I noticed someone like looking at me. And I, I know that's, um, just like a personal thing, but I, I, it was a hard thing because it was like, even though I was dressing to like try to look cool or whatever, I still always felt a lot of shame around it because of that time when I went, started going to that church. And, you know, we moved out of Virginia and we went to a different church and, and that helped some because our pastor and pastor's wife there, they lived on a farm. And so like, yeah, she wore a skirt in church, but at home she would wear jeans because she worked on a farm and that made sense for her lifestyle. And so that helped free my family up a little bit so that they felt like, okay, like we're not doing something terrible if we're not only wearing skirts, but I still just struggled with like the, um, leftover, like shame of that. So basically my, yeah, my history is, you know, it's a quick change, uh, struggling with like the shame of having a woman's body. And then, you know, just navigating with my parents what was appropriate and what was not appropriate. And then just, you know, doing whatever I wanted. So that's, that's that, I guess. Right. Yeah. I loved what you said (laughs) when you were like, it was like I was putting on someone else's clothes. I I definitely resonate with that. I mean, that's, that's such a good way to say it because my stepmom was literally handing me down her clothes but we had different body types and so I would wear her clothes and it looked so awful on me. So I really did feel that way too. I was dressing this way when I met Lyle and he thought it was great. I mean, he loved the way I dressed. Um, <laughs> after we got married though, I remember, cause I remembered like when I, when we would go to church, obviously I would dress up a little bit and make sure that I was a little bit more modest, kind of like how my parents would want me to dress. That's how I would dress at church. Cause I kind of knew that there was this like, like, okay, I dress this way. I think it was different too. Cause like I grew up near the beach in California. So it wasn't totally off to be wearing like shorty shorts all the time. Like maybe I just came back from the beach, like no big deal. Um, so there was just this disconnect in my brain. Okay. I can wear pretty much whatever I want out but when I'm at church I put on something nicer a little bit more modest and um I remember the first time Lael told me he's like are you gonna wear that out and I was thinking I think we were going to a date or something and I thought yeah why not I 
what I thought you you never said anything before you never had a problem and he's like well yeah but I don't you can wear whatever you want but you know I hope our daughters won't dress that way and I remember thinking well why did you marry me if you don't want our daughters to dress this way it was just like a, a thought that maybe you know we were growing up we are now married we didn't have to prove anything to anybody and that now he was re-reflecting on like how he wanted his wife to dress because now we were one person, you know? So what I wore yeah. reflected onto him in a different way than before. And so I think it was maybe we were going to something at work or I don't remember. Anyway, and it wasn't like I was completely dense. I mean, I remember like if I were if I was meeting someone important, I would make sure that I was a little bit, you know, more modest. Anyway, we were kind of going through this. Okay, what's appropriate? What's not appropriate? I had my first child. And once I got my body back after that, I, you know, was kind of struggling with like what's okay, what's not okay. And we started going to a King James Baptist church and Basically, they were they were they were very, very conservative, only skirts, only dresses. This church that I that we went to first, they would wear pants on their off days. Um, But then we started going to we moved to North Carolina, Jacksonville, and we started going to a church, the church I met Rachel in. And these women wore dresses and skirts every day, all day. They didn't think it was appropriate to wear jeans outside of the church. They shamed me for the tattoos that I had. It was a very different world. And I remember being shamed for, like, even on the pulpit, the pastor would talk about how he would come and visit us at our homes and the things that we were wearing in our homes were inappropriate. And so I remember really struggling with that for a couple years, like, oh, my gosh, Am I really being so immodest that I can't wear shorts like in my house? Yeah. I remember just being so confused and the rebellious side kind of came out of me again because I was like, I'm going to wear whatever I want to wear. This is not okay. We were told not to go to the beach and wear bathing suits. I'm so glad that my husband has his head on straight because he was like, no, Alexa, like you're from the beach. Like this is not something I'm going to make you not do. Um, let's yeah. just kind of talk about what is appropriate. And thankfully, my husband, he thinks you're at the beach. If you feel comfortable and if you have the body type to wear like a, a bikini, go for it, Alexa. Like I'm not going to tell you not to wear a bikini. But it kind of led me to kind of relax and be like, okay, where do we stand? I don't have to be rebellious anymore. Where do we stand on modesty? And it's not wearing dresses all the time. I don't think that that's biblical, but that's what we had to search. Like, what is biblical modesty? Yeah, so um, I have, I guess my experience is similar but different. I also, my view of modesty changed a lot once I got married. I remember like wearing little jean skirts in Okinawa when Luke and I were dating. And um, that's because at that time I was over 18. So I did live with my parents, but they really, you know, loosened the reins a lot because I was 18. I wasn't terribly immodest because once again, I still always like to cover up like my chest area and stuff. I just felt uncomfortable with people looking at my chest. Um, But I did enjoy, you know, you know, 
wearing whatever I wanted a little because I hadn't been able to do that before. So I did. And I remember we, I met Luke and I would wear whatever I want. And then Luke and I ended up getting married a few, like a few years later and still kind of the same thing where I would specifically never buy anything that went below my knee because that was my way of rebelling for all the years where I was forced to wear clothes that was below my knee. And so like, even though I went to that same church as Alexa, I didn't own a skirt or a dress that went below my knee because that felt like I was making myself like live this fake version of me that I once had lived. And I know that's really dramatic and very rebellious, obviously, but I was okay. So just being honest here. Yeah. And then slowly, Luke never, never said anything about what I wore. He knew he is very good at navigating my rebellious spirit. And so um, the only time he'll ever say anything about what I wear is if I look horrible and frumpy. (laughs) Because he'll be like, I'll be like, you know, what do you think about this? And I'll be like, eh, you know, it's it's a little a little school marm or or if I was wearing something like that was scandalous I'd be like what do you think about this he'd be like well I like it but I don't know if I love other people seeing you like that you know not that he would tell me no he would just give me his opinion which I appreciated not that it made me not dress however I wanted but I did I do respect his opinion as you know my partner but then yeah the stuff in the church that didn't affect me only because I grew up with that shaming and I was over it. At that point, I was in a very rebellious phase. I was like, try and tell me, try and tell me because my dad isn't here and you're not my dad, you know? So I would just roll my eyes and be like, no, I was, you know, I was already like oppressed, quote unquote, with my clothing for long enough. You can say whatever you want, but until you buy my clothes, I don't care what you have to say. So I didn't care about that. But I also, it was also a really hard experience for me simply because, especially once Alexa was there, because I don't feel like anyone ever said anything to me, but I saw things being said to Alexa and around Alexa. And because she was a little bit more timid at that time, that was really hard. Yeah. Because in my mind, it's like, just don't care. Just don't care what they say. But I know that's I, I had already been through this process for years and years, so I finally got out where I felt okay being like, I don't care, but it took me years to get there. So that was really, um, it's difficult for me. I still get mad sometimes because I'm like, they shouldn't have been able to make you feel bad, and that really bothers me, just because yeah. I remember having been there. But I just know, like, like, even the longer I've been married, the more I realize, like, okay, I don't want people dressing scantily around my husband and so I'm going to do the same respect to my friends and not dress scantily around theirs I do wear whatever I want at my house and I don't have an issue with shorts or bikinis I mean I don't wear a bikini I never have because I've just always been very self-conscious in a bikini it feels too booby to me it's too much I I, well that's not true I have a high-waisted bikini that I wear but the top is more sporty just because I don't like people looking at my chest. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but I, that's just a me thing, you know, and I don't shame my friends for wearing what they want to wear, but I do, I have no issue. If you are a close friend of mine who comes to my house, I have no issue being like, 
excuse me, I don't need to see the bottom of your cleavage when you're around my husband. Yeah. <laughs> so people might not like that. And I'm never, it's, I'm not, I know I'm not allowed to tell people what to wear, but I do feel like if my friends love me, they're going to let me, they're going to care about me enough to respect that I feel uncomfortable if their breasts are out around my husband. And I would do the same courtesy to my friends, you know, yeah. but luckily I haven't ever had that problem. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> But yeah, I think that's my experience like in marriage. And I feel like just as time's gone on, I've just felt more and more like of that rebellion chill out. I've been married for almost five years now. So um, I just feel like now it makes sense. Now it makes sense to be, I feel like I found my style and my style isn't for the attention of others. It's for whatever I like, you know? And that feels really freeing to not feel like the shame of my clothing and now I just worry about what I like and what I feel comfortable in and it's really really cool and then after I started having children it kind of changed even more because I became more aware of what I needed to do and what I mean by that is I dress for what I'm planning to do yeah (laughs) and uh so for example I breastfeed I've been breastfeeding for you know four years now with very little break in between the two children. And that means that my wardrobe changed a lot for breastfeeding. I personally am not comfortable pulling down to breastfeed. So that means I only wear things that I can pull up in. Should we go over a little bit of like what that would look like maybe? Yeah. Okay. So for me, like a basic wardrobe, I wear high-waisted jeans generally. And then I used to wear like a tank top under my shirt But if you wear high-waisted jeans versus, like, low-waisted, you don't even need to wear a tank top. And, like, at least for me, my torso is really short. So I wear my high-waisted jeans go almost up to my boobs, let's be honest. And then I can just, like, pull up my shirt a little, latch baby on, and baby's covering breast then. And my shirt is on the top of my breast, so nothing's, like, showing. And I feel very comfortable doing that. Uh, When I first had my first son, I was so nervous to breastfeed in front of people. I was like, I'm going to make people uncomfortable. People hate it. Like blah, blah, blah. It's going to be so immodest. And I remember my mother-in-law, she's very modest, but I remember her basically giving me permission and like validating, like you need to nurse your baby and this is how it's done and that's okay. And her validation meant a lot to me because of someone so modest. I was like, oh, like if she's saying it's fine, it must be fine, you know? And so that's kind of what I wear. Or I wear, you know, dresses that have buttons. And if they do, I'll wear a, like a, I'll wear a camisole under my dress so I can like pull up my camisole. So the camisole goes like over the top of my breast and then baby covers the bottom because I just don't feel comfortable having the tops of my breasts out. I have a rule. I know a lot of people are fine with pulling down. And I think if you're fine with it, that's wonderful, whatever you're comfortable with. But if you're around me and my husband, <laughs> this is a joke. And it's a, I say joke, but it's a, it's a rule, quote unquote, that I always tell my friends, I, you're allowed to breastfeed wherever you want. I am not the boss. You feed your baby. That is great. If my husband sees your breast because of how you're choosing to breastfeed, your husband's going to see mine. And uh, so that's just something I've always told <laughs> my friends because I just think it's, it's respectful, in my opinion, to try at least try to be discreet around, you know, your friend's husbands. I think that's fair. So I'm not saying no one's ever seen my boob. They probably have because, you know, you know, kids moving around or whatever. But um, my wardrobe changed because of breastfeeding and my wardrobe changed because I chase kids. 
So that means I'm bending down a lot. So that means I make sure my shorts cover my butt cheeks when I bend down, you know, that my V's aren't so deep that they're just like my breasts are dangling around in people's faces when I chase my children. (laughs) And that also means when I go to the beach, I'm not really like lounging and tanning. I'm playing in the water with my kids. So that means I wear appropriate attire for whatever my activity is. Maybe once my kids are older and I do get to just like lounge, maybe that'll change slightly. But for right now, I feel like it makes the most sense for dress what you're doing. Dress for what you're doing, right? Yeah. And I love that because that was something that, you know, while we're trying to figure out what biblical modesty is and in our culture and breastfeeding I mean breastfeeding was a huge part of my life and Lael has seen lots and lots of boobs because he would come and pick up my children while I was at milk circles and he would come in and you know pick up my kids and talk to a few ladies and you know but this this idea of dress for what you do it's like if my husband walks into a milk circle um, because husbands are allowed If my husband walks into a milk circle, he's kind of prepared for, okay, where does his eyes need to go? What's going on? But if we're lounging in our living room and someone just kind of pulls up their shirt or pulls down their shirt and then it, you know, kind of catches him off guard. Okay, now I have to be averting my eyes and these things. It's like just being aware, like socially aware of your surroundings and what's going on. It's not about like shaming the breastfeeding mother. Never. Yeah. Um, it's about, yeah, it's about just figuring out, okay, you're a mother. There's other people in this room. Obviously, breastfeeding a child shouldn't be uncomfortable for anybody, but how a mother does it really does affect, I mean, we are in the culture that we're in. I think a lot of people bring out, you know, other cultures and they're like, well, other cultures, you know, just have their boobs out all the time. And, you know, and... And that's great. But in our culture, we do cover. And so we're kind of having to look at it in a different way, especially as Christians. We're like, okay, so how does God want us to breastfeed? And I, yeah, I think it's super simple to try to be discreet. I mean, it's super simple to put a can me on underneath a shirt yeah. and be like, okay, well, I'm going to attempt. Yeah. Um, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And no one's going to shave you for that and doesn't matter. You know, don't, you don't have to put on the nursing cover no. to be appropriate, which away, was honestly. something that I was told. Yeah. Yeah. I was told that that's what I had to wear during breastfeeding. It was really uncomfortable. It was really hot in there. My babies hated it. Um, it just didn't work. Yeah. And you don't have to do that as Christians to like be modest. It's just, are you taking, are you taking a thought to it? Yes. You know, Um, because I did have friends that would just kind of pull down and I would be like, okay, that's cool. My husband's cool with it. I mean, he's seen lots of it. My kids have seen lots of it, but did you have to do that? No, you didn't have to. You just chose to do that. So um, I feel like sometimes it's a statement and that's what really bothers me because I have nursed my baby in bathrooms and felt like garbage because I felt uncomfortable that like other people were looking at me nastily and I want to go beat up those people. And as a first time mom, I cared more about what they thought. Now I would happily go tell them to avert their eyes if they have an issue because I bet their mother nursed them. Now... But at the same time, it's like a balance, right? Like nursing covers, in my opinion, I don't use them, okay? I tried. They're hot. Like Alexa said, my babies hated them. They wouldn't even nurse like that. I was stressed out. Baby was stressed out. And I was like, seriously, I'm doing this so someone might not be offended. Get get out of here. 
if you're so uncomfortable, you yeah. leave because I'm already doing my best to be discreet in my nursing. Um, and then at the same time, though, people take it so far where it's like, I'm nursing, the whole world needs to know, here's my entire breast. And yeah. um, that's what bothers me is it's like, why does it have to be so far left or right? Why is there, why can't there be a happy medium, you know? Right. So that's what I strive for. And if for. you can't help it, you, and yeah, I think like the big thing was like, we were in Vegas, it was hot and women don't want to wear under camis or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, that's, I, I understood that. You know, like some people don't want to put on that extra layer. Yeah. Um, but there is a huge, huge difference on lifting up a shirt than pulling it down. There's a huge, huge difference. Yeah. And it, it does feel like a statement. And it's maybe not a statement that you have to do. Yeah. Like and agreed without announcement. <laughs> agreed. And it's, it's like at least announce. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I had. Yeah. Anyways, we're not. I, I don't know. It's hard because so. I'm not trying to shame anyone by any means, but I would just be like, hey, have you thought this through? Like you're I just feel like have you thought this through? Honestly, because I just feel like it's kind of yeah. rude <laughs> and not rude as in yeah. like you shouldn't breastfeed breastfeed anywhere i'll sit with you i'll i'll have a breastfeed in with you whatever you want to do you know yeah, and I stare mean? at people yeah i will yeah. and i'll i'll tell anybody about himself i won't <laughs> let anybody give you a hard time but i do like appreciate the courtesy of someone like trying to like not show their whole boob to my family and it's not because i have an issue with yeah. boobs but i just prefer if my husband's gonna look at boobs that they're mine <laughs> yeah so yeah that's that yeah, because we have talked about, like, before the episode, we were talking about, like, it's not, well, and maybe this is what we're going to get into, but, like, as mothers, so now that we've kind of, like, figured out, okay, we're dressing for, you know, what we're doing, um, you know, things that make sense for, you know, are we are we going out farming? We're going to wear pants. Are we going to church? Okay, cool. What what do we find appropriate going to church? Um, we're going to di- we're going out to dinner. Okay, do we need all eyes on us, or are we just dressing for your husband now? And so maybe it doesn't have to be as flashy. Um, these things are things that we have considered and then come to a conclusion on what's what's great for ourselves and our families. Um, and everyone's going to be convicted differently on that. But as mothers now how we are going to be communicating to our children how to dress and not shaming them. Yeah. But how are we going to move forward from here? Yeah. Um, do you want me to start or do you want to start? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so so right now I have boys, okay? Um, so I'm going to speak first to how I plan to speak to my boys. And then I'm going to speak to how I would speak to my daughters, in theory, okay? Honestly, my children are young. I could say something right now and I could change my mind in a year. So please take whatever I say with a grain of salt because this is just me speaking as if I had to have the talk with them right now. I think that there's a lot of, at least in the communities I was raised in, like in the Independent Fundamental Baptist Church, there's a lot of shaming done towards girls. And there's not a lot of things taught to the boys, at least where I was raised. Okay, so I'm just speaking to my opinion. I know, I know sometimes people hear like my experience and then they take it as if I'm saying their experience. No, I'm sharing my experience. So just take it with a grain of salt. But it was very shaming towards girls. And I have a lot of friends who I know once they got married and then they were like all of a sudden allowed to like be a sexual being with their spouse. They felt so uncomfortable because they were told it was wrong their whole life. Um, 
And my issue is I think it needs to be a conversation no matter what the gender of your child is. I think there needs to be lots of communication and understanding and just like studying of God's word and prayer and just honestly talk to your kids. That's it. Like honestly talk to your kids. So with my sons, what I plan to do right now at least is like we'll we'll talk about like, you know, what our bodies are intended for and, um, you know, why men and women are different and things like that. And then, um, I just plan to kind of teach them like, you know, I, I would love to go around and tell everybody what to wear to make your life really easy, but I can't do that. So what I can do is teach you how to avert your eyes, you know, don't be staring with your mouth open. It makes girls very uncomfortable to be stared at. At least for me, it does. And so I'm not comfortable with my kids staring at boobs all day long. So I'm going to teach them don't, you know, and um, I'm just I'm just going to try to not. I don't want it to feel like shaming towards either one. I want it to kind of be like someday you're going to have a person that you get to oogle all you want. So just like chill out until then, kind (laughs) of. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. And then if I have a daughter, I just plan to kind of be like, you know, your body is your own and it's really special. And the fact is, of the matter is, is guys sometimes are gross because their parents didn't teach them not to oogle. And that means that, you know, just to protect yourself and your body, it might be a good choice to cover up a little, you know, and It'll depend on my children and their personalities and this or that. It depends on so much, but I really just hope it to hope that it'll be a constant communication with being like, I get it. You want to wear that. It's really cute. Do you think we can find like a version of it that like shows your butt cheeks a little less, you know, and vice versa. And what's tricky for me though, is like my dad growing up, my dad never wore a shirt, like never. Okay. That guy never had a shirt on, but like Luke, Luke always wears shirts because he was raised to just like always have a shirt on as like a form of respect. Um, yeah. And it's, I just don't know how to navigate that because I don't care if my boys wear shirts. I don't care. Um, I don't care if my girls wear shorts, you know, I don't care if my girls wear bathing suits. I'm not going to make them wear culottes and basketball shorts. Um, we'll have discussions about it. And if they feel more comfortable in that, obviously they can, I'm never going to make them feel bad for wanting to cover up more. Um, Obviously, I w- I'm going to have rules in my house because that's the nice part about being the parent. You get to make the rules, but not like hardcore, no explaining, no discussion rules. It's all going to be open for discussion. It's all going to involve them in it. And I just think making sure that I'm not shaming anyone and I'm just, you know, talking to them like humans, you know, so that they have an understanding yeah. as to why we choose to do what we do or don't do and not feel like because I said so, or even simply because the Bible says so. I really hated that as a kid. Um, I'm not saying it's not a valid argument sometimes, but I'm saying I prefer to have more discussion than that with my children. So that's just kind of my plan. (laughs) Yeah. When I liked what you had said before the show about like your daughters aren't going to be taught to, um, dress a certain way because well men might look at you you know it's not your daughter's job to dress for somebody else it's her job to dress for herself like herself and god right um like you don't have to cover up more just because guys certain guys have wandering eyes 
Yes, exactly. Um, it's it's not going to be on their shoulders. It's not going to be on their shoulders like, okay, like a guy might look at you, so you have to not. Otherwise, it's like your fault that he looked. I'm sorry. No, that's his parents' fault for not teaching him to be better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, insane. yeah. 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 I think and I think that that's just valid to to comment on because my daughters are going to know what a guy a guy's brain they do think differently than us. We're more emotional creatures, they're more like physical creatures. So the the ways that they see us are different than the ways that we see them. I mean, I just had a really intense conversation with my husband about, you know, how wh- how can you you cheat on someone and like not have any emotional connection with the person that you're cheating with. And like it it doesn't really make sense to my brain and it made sense to his brain that a guy could cancel it out. It's just a physical act. It's a physical person like just it's a physical thing that you're seeing and doing and it's different. For us women it we can't even I can't even fathom it. I'm not going to say we. I mean maybe some of you guys can, <laughs> but I can't even fathom like just looking at someone so lustfully in the way that they they see things. So I I think just kind of knowing that as women that men do think differently and respecting that, you know, and not going out of your way to walk around like, oh, look, see, I'm I'm super sexy. You know, that's not the point of us getting dressed is to, to for guys to look at us and think that we're sexy. We want to be respected and we want to dress for for ourselves and for God. And our bodies are a temple. So I think as a mother is, and with a daughter, she loves dresses. So she's always in a dress. I actually force her sometimes to wear pants because sometimes we're going to the park and wearing a dress just doesn't make sense. She's like constantly catching it on like the bars. And so she, we've had tears and I never thought I would have this with my girl because I wasn't like this when I was growing up. But we've had tears with me forcing her to wear pants. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm having this conversation um, because it's the complete flip. And so I try to work with her, like wearing shorts underneath the dresses, um, dresses that are shorter, maybe that won't get caught on bars. But in reality, she's learned, okay, I need a dress for what I'm doing, going to the park, pants. They don't, they're not tight pants. They're just pants so that she can play freely or shorts, you know, if it's a hot day and, um, my boys, like, we're super in, immo- like, my family's not as modest, like, in the house. So, like, my boys can, you know, wear their underwear around the house and um, yeah. and they, they're shirtless, you know. So, but it's just kind of up to everybody's conviction. I know my husband's a little bit more modest. Like, he was taught to always wear shirts as well. And, um, but I think what I'm going to for surely do with Angela as she's growing up, because I know things are going to change, is just trying to work with her. And and like Rachel said, not shaming her, but let's work together to find something that's cute. Because I think that was the biggest thing. It was like, I felt like I was wearing someone else's clothes. Let's try to find a way, because there is a way in our culture to dress cute and modest for your own style and let's try to find that together so that hopefully we can kind of navigate around the rebellion stage in this um, and find something that that works for for everyone and that's pleasing to God. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I feel the same. In closing, you know, you're, everybody's closet is going to look different. And I get that. But just you'll have to kind of figure out and navigate like what makes sense for you and your family. 
I don't want to say like don't let other people's opinions like affect you because I, I do feel that way. But I think like as long as you and your partner are like are having discussions about it and you know what you feel comfortable with, you know, like as what you're putting out into the world and, you know, what you're showing your children. then I think if you and your husband and you pray about it and all that stuff and you're good to go, like then who cares what other people think? I mean, and, and that's just my personal opinion, obviously, but yeah. just, yeah, that's just how I feel. <laughs> so. Well, I think it, I think that's a good a good kind of rule. It's like <clears throat> a good rule is if you and your husband is are in agreement, then that's what you go with. Yeah. You don't have to be pleasing anybody else. Exactly. So, I guess I just I don't have a good way to end this because I just know that a lot of people still feel a lot of shame around this topic, and I know a lot of people have gone really far to the opposite end because of that. And um, I just hope that people. can feel secure enough in themselves to make a decision of what makes sense for them, you know, and not feel pressured yeah. by someone nor feel pressured because of rebellion because I've been there too. And it, I'd love to like start a conversation about this. I know people are going to disagree and I'm okay with that because I'm not dressing for you. <laughs> and I'm not telling you what I, well, to do. I'm either. waiting for the I'm waiting for the hate mail. Exactly, so. <laughs> exactly. And I'm not telling you what to do either, but I feel like I'm allowed to talk about this if I want to. It's my podcast. Um but I basically <laughs> I would love to just have a conversation, you know? I I don't want to shame anyone. I don't want to make anyone feel bad, but I just want to have a conversation. And if you guys would like to hear like a podcast like on actual like biblical modesty, Alexa and I would love to do like lots of deep homework and chat about that if you're interested. So definitely let us know. Um or if you have any afterthoughts or things you'd like to add, you know, you can always email us. Our emails in the end portion of the show. So yeah, we love you guys. We hope that um you just get to a place where you feel very comfortable in your skin, your body and what you put on it. So we hope You guys enjoyed this and we'll talk to you soon. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can contact us at momsoutloudpodcast@gmail.com with questions, topic ideas and collaboration. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at momsoutloud and don't forget to rate, review and subscribe.